Hello, and welcome to Take Care Tuesday. My name is Sasha Blake, and I am the Climate and Culture Specialist for the Center for Safe and Secure Schools at the Harris County Department of Education. I have the special privilege today to talk to three community members at Humble High School, Dr. Keon Banks, Junior Sierra Glover, and Senior and President of the Peer Mediation Organization, Ronan Quintanilla. Student voice in schools is vitally important. And two years ago, Humble High School fully implemented a peer mediation program to support a positive climate and culture in the school. Thank you, Dr. Banks, Sierra, and Ronan for joining us today. Let's start off. Um, welcome, you guys. We're so glad to have you all. Thank you for being with us today. If you could take a moment and introduce yourselves with your name um, and your title and what grade you're in, and we'll start there. All right. I am Dr. Banks. I am the Restorative Practices Coordinator here at Humble High School. I am joined here by two amazing students. I have uh, Sierra Glover, who is a She's a, an outstanding up and coming leader. And I have Mr. Ronan Quintero. He's he gonna beat me up saying his name wrong, but he's our senior um, and he's a he's the president uh, of our peer mediators. I'm gonna go grab a chair. That's awesome. Welcome you guys. Um, so guys, Sierra and Ronan, can y'all tell me a little bit about the peer mediation program at Humble High School? Okay. Um, so peer mediation um, is something that I'm very passionate about. Um, I guess what I could say is a good definition of it is that it's the step we're taking to establish a link between students and staff and revitalize the culture of our high school. So we not only feel prideful for what we have, but comfortable for where we are. That's awesome. I love that. And so tell me uh, why and how y'all got started. So you can start with either one, like why you got started and then how or vice versa. It kind of just really depends on what came up for you guys. Um, so I guess I'll start with the uh, why. Um, when I was a junior, so last year, um, they kind of came into my class and they gave this presentation. And I really just love the idea of being able to create a place where everybody feels like they're welcomed and heard and accepted. Um, and the how is through constant work and learning from our own mistakes and building off of that. Yeah, um, so for me, I got into this like because me and coach, we were having a conversation about what the, what the former juniors last year we're doing and um it just like it intrigued me to make like a better culture in our in our society at humble so yeah and um i guess like how would be like just to put the work in to make it make the environment feel safe enough to just like be able to do what we do to help to help each other and others throughout our school i love that um, so tell me why you think that peer mediation is important. And you kind of got, you said it maybe already a little bit, but if you could maybe even use, uh, I don't know if you've got like an anecdote, but obviously like keep names sacred. <laughs> we want to make sure we keep confidentiality. Um, but why do you think that it's important? So essentially, why do you think your voice in your school is important for your climate and culture? 
So um, we had recently came up with a little saying that uh, I like to coin. It's, a, it's conflict, resolution, growth. And that within itself kind of explains what the purpose of our program is. Um, like I was saying before, as you had mentioned, that we kind of you know talked about it before in the first question, but I truly feel like this is the step that we need in order to make a seamless transition between the communication of students and staff. That's awesome. I know I'm going to ask another quick question. You've presented in front of the whole staff before, right, on your campus? Yes, ma'am, I have. How, do, how was that? How did that go? Um, it was definitely interesting. You know, we've always done group projects in school and stuff like that, but nothing compares to a real professional environment. Um, I would like to say that it's not, it's not as intimidating as it seems. Everybody was very respectful and it made me happy because I was not being heard as a student. I was being heard as an individual. Absolutely, that's a really important um, qualification to make too. So what qualities or skills does a student need to get to have to get involved in peer support? So qualities or skills do you think that a student needs? Um, so I feel like a quality, well, I feel like, yeah, I feel like a quality that a student should have to be able to get into mediation is like really just like self-control and patience, because if you're all over the place and you can't control your own emotions and your own actions, then you can't expect anybody else to come and listen to you or allow you to give them the assistance that they feel they need. Yeah, that's such an important thing to make. I mean, adults need it too, right? Most yes. definitely. <laughs> so how have you seen peer support and mediation affect your campus culture? So you guys had mentioned like, you know, you, you both got involved because of class presentations and getting to know people and really wanting to get involved. So what's the shift that you've noticed from your campus and students previously to you guys creating your organization till now? Um, so something that I have seen personally um, from being within the program itself is we have gotten tons and tons of requests and um, it's not just about fixing something, it's also about community building. And that's a big misconception that uh, is getting from, has gotten from restorative practice. But our goal is not only to repair any relationships that were damaged, but fix them. Um, one great example that I have is uh, last year, we worked very diligently with the ISS uh, students and they were most definitely the most recept uh, receptive people when it came to this kind of alternative um, approach to seeing what they needed help and they uh, with they really opened up and just kind of showed that it's not them acting out for no reason it's really sometimes just a cry for help yeah that's awesome and just in case anybody's listening who doesn't know what iss is it's in school suspension so students get placed there um, based on the student code of conduct can you tell us a little bit like maybe one or two of the things that you did with students who were serving ISS? Oh, absolutely. Um, one thing we did is we kind of just went in and got to actually know the students before we just, you know, hey, what's up? Do you need help? Um, we got to know them. Uh, we wanted to know why they were there and, you know, just about them, about their story, about what led up to this moment. And just from them expressing themselves about what happened, they, it would be funny because like a light would glow off, uh, go off and their like eyes would widen a little bit because they realized, well, it really wasn't worth it, that, you know, at all. 
they would rather have help with their studies. So we got to know them. And then the second portion is we actually offered an extended hand at any point that they needed, whether it be uh, academic or behavioral or just somebody to talk to, we were that stepping stone for them. That's so cool. You guys are like in the work of really creating that community you were talking about, right? Like it's not just something that you hope to do. You guys are actually doing it. Yes, ma'am. And so then I'm going to finish up with like, where do you see this going? Like, what is the next step for you guys even this year? And then Ronan, I know you're graduating. Is like, what is the legacy that you want to leave with the organization? Um, so I feel like I can see this going and like, I, I can see it spreading like not only um, that look like, I can see it like going, oh my God. <laughs> like, I can see students coming to us for help rather than just like holding their, holding their own emotions in and like just like feeling suppressed to like going through the motions and just trying to hurry up and get out of here. I can see it creating like a safer, a safer environment for everybody in our school to just feel like feel safe enough to be able to go to somebody about something instead of just like acting out or like just giving up on themselves um, in any aspect of our like everyday lives. Um, a legacy, which is kind of funny to say. Um, I just want to leave this school with something to be proud of. And um, I really want to leave a long lasting mark because, you know, I have a 12 year old sister. She's going to be coming to the school and I want her to be at a place to where she feels safe and she feels like she can go to learn and be happy to go to. So the legacy that I want to leave is really just the motto that I coined um, conflict resolution growth. And that's what I want for Humble High School. Yeah, we, we have a we have a great group of students here. We have about 35 peer mediators that I that I have the opportunity to work with um, every single day. And so we um, are the only school, to my understanding, that have peer mediators here in Omelai ISD. And so what we, we are trying to do is be that beacon of light and hope to let them know that, hey, you know, everything doesn't have to be punitive. All of the 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 all of the, the actions that these young people are finding themselves in, they don't, they don't always have to be punitive. We can find ways to work together and to help the adults in the building understand that we have to provide lessons in the discipline. A lot of times we do a great job of, of putting our students in places in ISS and OSS, uh, things of that nature. But what are they learning as a result of that? Because ultimately they're gonna end up coming back to us. And we can't ship all of our kids away because if we do that, then who are we going to teach? And so we have to find a way to work with them uh, to be able to make our school and our community as a, as a whole a better place. Absolutely. And so, Dr. Banks, a quick question for you is like if you if there's a teacher out there who's listening, who's interested in starting something like this on their campus, what are some suggestions you have with like initial steps? Like what what should they start doing? What can they do? Um, to get the ball rolling? Uh, the first thing I would suggest is that they contact the Harris County Department of Education. I received all of my formal training um, from the Harris County Department of Education. Uh, I, back when uh, Miss Julia uh, was there, she was helping me out big time when I was at Bowman Middle School when I served in, it, in this exact same position. Uh, but, but reach out, ask for the help. Uh, please feel free to call me. 
um, I, I am more than welcome uh, to, to receive that phone call and work with them. Um, and, and not just me, because I don't want this to be about me. I will gladly send my students out. You know, we can arrange some type of field trip or gathering or something like that to be able to help out. But it, it, there's plenty of help out there. You know, um, and it starts with building the relationships. Something as simple as sitting down and having a conversation with a student that has found themselves in the situation um, and then being able to go from there. Contact Harris County Department of Education. <laughs> I <laughs> promise you, I didn't pay him to say that, but hey, look, <laughs> we are here to help, right? <laughs> we're here to help. That's how we do it. That's awesome. Um, and so I'm sorry, I keep saying one more question, but things keep coming up. So students like what Sierra, I'm not just students, right? Sierra and Ronan, like what what do you think other students? So say there's a student in another school out there in, in Houston area, like what's your suggestion to them to help get started, get this kind of an organization started? Go ahead. Um, I feel like for them to get this type of organization started, I feel like they should find a teacher or an admin that they trust and that they believe has good intentions and they should start trying to build that connection between not only them but also like other students and try and like build a program to where they can practice do the restorative practices and um just trying to make try to make their their school like um just like easier to deal with situations and have better solutions to problems instead of just sending a student to like ISS or OSS. Um, any advice that I would give, which is kind of funny because um, I had a friend that moved to Oklahoma recently and uh, they kind of asked the same question. They're like, wow, this period stuff sounds really cool. You know, I feel like it'd be very beneficial. The advice that I gave them was definitely find somebody that you trust, uh, an adult uh, faculty, somebody in the building that can help you get this sort of thing started. Um, and just keep keep things in mind, like open-mindedness, care. It's not just about helping people, it's about building a culture. That's perfect, I love that. Um, it's not just about helping people, it's building the culture. So. Um, when we talk about transitioning, Ronan, can you tell us about a little bit about your plans next year? And then Sierra, what are your plans as a senior next year and then maybe even in the future? Um, well, my plans, um, I heard that they have something similar uh, like this uh, in Sam Houston. That's where I hope to go. Um, I don't really have necessarily a plan for the school besides what I'm leaving for them. Uh, all the notes that we've been taking, all the things that we've been establishing, that's going to be left for the class after us to take a hold of that and take it as their own and be prideful within that. And I um, guess I should have been more clear. What are your personal plans for graduation? Oh, sorry. That was my dumb question, right? Like, <laughs> um, after graduation, uh, I'm going to attend uh, Sam Houston and I'm going to major in criminology and minor in psychology. And then I'll have about three years of law school, which I will then uh, hopefully go to a firm. I love it. And then Sierra, you'll be a senior next year. Do you still want to stay in the organization? Um, I do. I want to continue to spread just like awareness of what's going on. And I want to continue to grow peer mediation. And I just want to like create a better culture at Humble High. I like that. Do you have you thought about post graduation or no? We're we're worried about getting an next year at this point. 
Um, I'm kind of just worried about getting it next year. <laughs> I gotcha. So we haven't said y'all is that she plays three sports or two? Three. Three sports. So she's got a lot to get through. Uh, <laughs> she is Miss Umble High School, I feel like. Well, y'all, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Is there anything else you want to tell our audience or anything else you think people should know that we didn't get to? Um, I would probably say that help is always available. You just have to find it and take a hold of it. And there's no shame in asking for help. Wonderful. Well, thank you guys so much for being with us. We really appreciate it. Have I know we're taking instructional time out. Wow. So you guys are rock stars. And um, yeah, we just appreciate y'all being here. Hey, thank you for having us. But if I could add one thing, if we have to understand as educators that we have to walk in the calling that we're in. Okay, if, if we're educators, we have to be about our students. Um, we have to make sure that, that they are in the correct space mentally, um, you know, emotionally to be able to help them. We can have the greatest lesson planned in the world, but if our students are not in a position to be able to receive that lesson, then that effort is really going to be in vain. Uh, one of the first trainers I ever got was the uh, Caption Kids Heart, um, where I learned that if you have a kid's heart, you'll have that kid. And so I was, I, I, if anything, I would make sure that students, that teachers rather, would really understand the reason they got into this profession. Uh, always e evaluate that. And if that changes, we need to reevaluate what, what, what profession we're in. Because if you're not in the business of taking care of kids and educating kids, then you might need to find something else to do. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm really glad you made that point. Yes, ma'am. Glad to have you. Glad that you had us on today. Yeah, I appreciate you guys so much. This was really valuable. And what I really hope that people get out of it is this is attainable at schools, right? Yes. That student voice is important. And to your point, building community and conflict resolution and growth. I mean, I don't think it, I don't think it could be better encapsulated in any more three words. Um, and so I really hope that people understand that we can do this, right? That it just takes a little bit of effort and a lot of community. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you, Dr. Banks, Sierra, and Ronan for joining us today. Conflict, regulation, and growth really does encapsulate the personal and community development we want for our students. As Dr. Banks mentioned, please reach out to him or me if we can support your community in developing a peer support and mediation organization. Thanks for joining us.